Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksby Podcast. This is episode 16, volume 6. I'm your host, Edub. Welcome into the show. Um, I was about to say we have a lot to talk about. We kind of do have a lot to talk about, even though the Hawks only made one move up until the trade deadline. Um, in case you have been living under a rock, the Hawks acquired Clint Capella. In a four-team trade, and uh, it's quite extensive. So we're going to break down the trade. We're going to talk about all of the moving parts of the trade, kind of in three parts. We're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about how it affects the roster. We're going to look at the money, and um, we're going to look at uh, future potential moves that the Hawks may or may not uh, make. Uh, some needs and we're just going to talk about it and just kick it around a little bit so um first things first man we want to encourage you guys to follow us on all of our social media platforms facebook twitter instagram our at name on twitter and instagram is at hawks beat that's all one word hawks beat and um facebook for the facebookers just type in the hawks beat and you'll see our page click like then you'll be able to follow us there as well and uh, we have our YouTube page, all that jazz. So make sure you connect with us on our platforms. We love, we love, we love when you when you when you rate our podcast and give us five stars. We really appreciate it. Um, just about as much as we appreciate you guys checking out this podcast. Do me a favor if you're listening to the podcast. Do me a favor and retweet the podcast or reshare the podcast, man. I promise I'll put a little something in your pocket <laughs> if you do that. Uh, yeah, just DM me your cash app and I got you. <laughs> All right. So um, what we're going to do is on this first segment, we're going to get into the ABCs of this move. And uh, and then we'll go from here. But uh, you guys listen to the Hawksby podcast, episode 16, volume six. Take your shoes off. Get relaxed. I'm your boy. E-Dub. We're going to have a little fun. All right. <laughs> All right, folks, let's take a dive into this um, this trade, this four-team trade that brought Clint Capella to the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> For a brief second, I almost said the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons could probably use Clint Capella, too. <laughs> so, uh, 
Hawks were in very much in need of a big man. You know, um, we all saw the sources with Andre Drummond flirting with Stephen Adams. And uh, I think a couple of days ago, I saw some interest. The Hawks were trying to look into Mo Bamba. Um, they understood that they needed a big. They needed a big that was going to be able to grab rebounds, take up space in the paint, and be able to fit in with this um, offense that they run. Um, I'll just say this. Um, I I like the addition of Clint Capella. I I I. I I'm hard-pressed to find anything wrong with this at all. I think with the Capella move, I think that you... And we'll talk about the money in the next segment, I, I imagine. But, I mean, you're saving yourself a ton of money. I mean, he signed for the next... Uh, one, two, three. He signed for the next three to four years. Um, you're, 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 you're getting a guy that's averaging 13, 14 rebounds. Fourth best rebounder in the league. And you're getting him for probably almost maybe half of what you have, what you would have paid Andre Drummond if you wanted Drummond to stay here. Um, I don't know what the price of Steven Adams was going for, but I imagine that it was more than what you paid for with um, Clint Capella. But um, let's just take a look at the nuts and bolts of the trade. So it was a four-team deal uh, involving Minnesota, Denver, Atlanta, and Houston. So in the deal... Minnesota acquires um, the Atlanta legend known as Evan Turner, <laughs> Denver's Jared Vanderbilt. So um, the thing for uh, Minnesota, I believe, and I have to go back and check because I thought that Minnesota received some picks too. So I have to go back and see that. But I'm just kind of reading a report that kind of first came out. So there may be some additional things uh, not in here. So Denver acquired... Uh, Minnesota guard Shapaz Napier. They uh, they got this guy named Keita Bates Jop. I don't. I, I yeah. <laughs> they got Noah Vinlay and injured guard Jared Green. So Minnesota. I mean Denver got about four guys. I don't know how they're gonna make that work because you have to uh, make room in your roster for these guys to make to. Uh, for them to fit. So I guess Denver is going to be shedding some guys on the roster. Atlanta, of course, gets Clint Capella and uh, Nene. Hilario. Nene is one of, one, of, one of my favorite guys in the league, man. Just one of a, a, a just a overall nice dude, man. So he has kind of a weird contract. We'll break that down a little bit in the next segment. But Hawks get Clint Capella and Nene. Uh, Houston uh, receives Robert Covington and Jordan Bell from Minnesota. Uh, they also get an Atlanta 2024 second round pick that the um, Hawks got from the Warriors. Uh, in addition to all of these moves, Atlanta had to waive Chandler Parsons and his expiring $25 million contract, um, which we all kind of saw coming. There was really no need to keep him around if you weren't going to move the contract. Everybody knew what it was from the beginning. And uh, it was just a matter of, okay, we can't move it. So we're going to cut you your check and we wish you a speedy recovery from your accident. So that was how the deal shook up. And uh, like I said, the Hawks are currently ranked 24th in the league in rebounding. And they just added the number four rebounder in the NBA. This isn't brain surgery here, guys. <laughs> Capella is 25 years old. Um, 
Um, he's like I said, he's on the contract for the next three to four years and he fit, he will fit in perfect. I imagine he will fit in, he will fit in, uh, with this young core that the Hawks have and look at it like this guys. I, from a from an X's and O's standpoint, coach Pierce is going to have to figure out how to play Collins and Capella together because they have very similar skill sets, right? So, um, but that's a good problem to have. John Collins is already giving you about twenty and ten every night. Um, let me check the stat sheet from his stat sheet <laughs> for tonight. Hawks are currently playing the Timberwolves. They are in uh, the end of the fourth quarter. They're they're going. They went up to Minnesota, and uh, they're playing very well right now. Right now they're up ninety six to seventeen. And John Collins' stat line, 22 points, 11 rebounds on 9 of 15 shooting. Um, 25 points, 11 rebounds. Did I say that or did I just update? But uh, Hawks are up 106 to 89 with 834 in the fourth. Of course, we're not going to call it until the game is actually over. We know how that goes. So (laughs) we're not going to assume anything. But the idea of playing Capella and Collins together. now, Now, let me say this, guys. It's not going to be a situation where you just plug in and things just work immediately. There's going to be some figuring out. They're going to have to figure out some spacing. They're going to have to figure things out. You know, you don't just plug in the guy and things just magically just work out, you know. So it's going to take some adjustment. And I know the one thing that fans aren't really um, good at is patience. But it's going to take some patience for this thing to work. Um, you still have some guys that are still injured and we're going to take a look at the roster and how this affects the roster a little bit later as well. But, um, this isn't just a plug and play thing where you just plug it in. And, uh, now you will immediately be better rebounder. (laughs) You're, you are immediately going to be a better rebounding team, uh, off top. Uh, just when you have those two guys down there eating up space, go getting rebounds. You're going to be better. You're going to be better offensively uh, and defensively because you're going to get more second chance shots. And, um, you know, you're just going to be um, better rebounding the ball. It does does something different and dynamic for your offense. So um, what we're going to do now is we'll just take a quick little break and we'll come back. And on the other side, let's do, let's see, do we want to look at the money or do we want to look at the roster? Let's look at the money. All right. So on the other side, we're going to take a look at the money. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, folks, you are back listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 16. Um... I always say this, guys. I always say this. And if you've listened to my podcast, if you're regulars, you already know what I'm going to say. If you want to understand how a team moves, how a team is going to move, you always, always, always listen to me. You always look 
at the money. You always look at the money because the money is going to tell you everything. The money is going to tell you everything. One thing the average fan doesn't really understand is that the money always has to match up. They come up with all these different trade scenarios and they get on the little trade tracker on the NBA.com and they doing all these trades and they're understanding that the money has to match up. So with that being said, let's take a look at the money. So outgoing for the Hawks, you have Evan Turner's contract of 18.6 uh, that is going away. So you don't got to pay that. However, you are bringing on Clint Capella and his $14 million. So if ever that 18, you got to pay uh, Clint Capella 14 this year. And Nene's contract is like two and a half of guaranteed money. And he has like $7 million of like um, incentives in his contract, which is very rare. Like I'll go into some of it. Um, he's He gets like 2.4 for playing at least 10 games and 52 plus wins. 2.5 for playing 25 games. So a lot of it is based on how many games that he plays this year or whatever. Um, he's currently injured. I don't know how many games that he has played. So I don't know where he is in getting these incentives. But his total cap for the year is about $10 million. So I would not be surprised for the Hawks to say, hey, here's $10 million or reach a buyout settlement and say, okay, we'll buy you out. We owe you like 10. Uh, if you let us buy you out for like eight, you know, you can go maybe sign with another team if you want to, or you can just, you know, do whatever. I don't know. Uh, that's up to the Hawks. I really see them possibly, possibly buying him out. And so that, that will just open up another roster spot for the Hawks. I could totally see that happening, but, uh, you never know. You never know. Um, we'll see, but, uh, for what it's worth, I like Nene. Like, I mean, I don't like him like as a basketball player so much, but as a man, like he's a good dude. Like from a personal standpoint, from somebody who's covered the team. And whenever I would see him on like visiting teams, he was always just very pleasant. He would always speak to everybody. Just a really good dude. I think he'd be a good locker room guy. He may even be able to help out Bruno and some of these young guys. And I don't know. I mean, if they kept him around, it wouldn't be the worst thing to me. I mean, you're paying him 10.5 at, at the most. You're paying him 10 million. So, uh, Hawks got the money for that. So, um, you look at your, your salary and your money this year. And right now, as of, uh, presently constructed, Jeff Teague is your highest played Hawk. Uh, he's in the last year of his contract, uh, making 19 million. And then from there, it, starts to take, take take a nosedive. Uh, of course, like I mentioned earlier, Clint is making uh, 14. Um, you have Nene with his 2.5 guaranteed and his 7 million of, of incentives. Then you have uh, DeAndre Hunter at about 7. Parker and Trey are about 6. Cam is Cam and Alex Lynn are about 4. Collins, Hooter, Herter, Bimry, Jones are around 2 plus, 2.5, 2.6 around there is John Collins is, is going to be looking for an extension uh, around this summer, so you're going to have to pay him. The rest of these guys, Travion Graham, Vince Carter, Bruno Fernando, are all kind of near the bottom between 2.5 1.6. So you're in good shape. You're in good shape. The reason why I say you're in good shape, because when you go to the contracts for next year, once the contracts of Jeff Teague fall off and once the, uh, some of the other contracts fall off, you are in very good shape. And um, that can kind of lead into our roster construction 
uh, conversation. But let me look at the money for 2020, which is for next year. 2020-2021 season. Boy, that is a lot. Try saying that twice. <laughs> the 2020 and 2021 season. <laughs> so, as presently constructed, the Hawks have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys under contract for next year. But listen to the nine guys they have under contract. Clint Capella, Nene, DeAndre Hunter, Trey Young, Jabari Parker, Cam Reddish, John Collins, Kevin Herter, and Bruno Fernando. Everybody that's going to be here next year under contract is part of this core for the most part. Now, Jabari Parker has a six and a half player, a six and a half million player option. Depending on how he feel, how he finishes out the season, he may just opt in for that six point five. If he thinks he can get something bigger on the open market, he's going to opt out. So Jabari Parker is a question mark. But uh, other than that, your core is coming back. And what you have to do next year is just build around your core. So uh, in the upcoming podcast, we're going to look at free agents. Who will be a good fit for this team going forward? You have these nine or eight guys if you wave Nene, or if Parker's not there, you have relatively nine or eight guys under contract. So you're going to be looking at to add about seven guys and maybe two more, um, of course, two two-way guys who don't really count against your cap. So anywhere between seven and nine guys that you're looking to add for next year. Hawks are in a good position from a cap standpoint. Um, no longer is the thought of, oh, they can add two max players. I think that ship has kind of sailed. But you're set up really good. You're set up really good from a financial standpoint. Um, again, like part of that money next year, the Chandler Parsons thing falls off. Jeff Teague, uh, Damian Jones, Alex Lynn. Um, of course, Vince Carter's not coming back. You got the two uh, two-way players whose money doesn't really even count against the cap. Um, so you're in great shape financially. In great shape financially. And... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so let's do this. Let's take, let's do, 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 do. all right, yeah, let's do this. Okay, so let's take another quick breather. Um, let us kind of reset. Then for the last segment, we're just going to look at the roster, see how things are going to move. How is Lloyd Pierce going to handle Pierce and Collins playing together? Are they going to play them together, or is he going to, what is the plan for these two together? How do you think, how do I think it's going to work? How do you think it's going to work? <laughs> we'll talk about that on the break. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You are listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 16, volume 6. I'm your host, Edub, and do me a quick favor, guys. If you listen to the show, do me a solid, just one solid, one favor. Go ahead and retweet or reshare the show. However you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, however you're listening to the show, go ahead and share it for you, boy, man. I really, really appreciate it. So, we've talked about the move. we talked about the money. Let's talk about the roster and how we think that it is going to play out. So, assuming everybody's healthy, right? So, assuming that after the All-Star break, everybody is just miraculously healthy, this is what your roster is going to look like. It still has some holes, still has uh, some gaps, and it's still a work in progress. But credit, credit, credit to one Mr. Travis Sling. One Mr. Travis Sling. You got to credit that man. That man is, <laughs> yo, 
<laughs> man is wheeling and dealing, yo. Wheeling and dealing. Think about what he's done in this rebuild. Everybody was complaining about the roster. He came out and said, you know what? I didn't do a good job with this roster. Stacking enough veterans in here in the locker room. And when things were bad, they were bad. He admitted it. What did he do? He went out and he made moves. He brought Jeff Teague back to solidify that backup point guard position. He made some, he flipped the Clint Capella move. And all he gave up was Evan Turner and a draft pick in a, in a year where the, um, the draft is weak this year, so salute the one Mr. Travis Schlink, man. That is, that's the guy. That is the guy. So, um, when healthy, this is the Hawks starting five. You got Trey Young, Kevin Hunter, Kevin Hunter, <laughs> Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, and Clint Capella. That is a strong five, you guys. That is a very strong five. Let these guys stay healthy and let them play together. Just give me one season where they all give me at least 75 games. One season where this crew, this five, can give me 75 games. And I guarantee a playoff. I guarantee it. So here's where things get a little dicey, right? So you still need, and like I said, the roster is still a, a work in progress. Your second team is going to look like this. Jeff Teague is hopefully your backup point guard, right? He's hopefully your backup point guard. Run that second unit with uh, some sense of veteranship. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> Experience. Uh, Jeff Teague is, is your backup point guard. So here's the issue. You don't really have a backup two guard. You kind of do in DeAndre Bimry. Uh, Cam Reddish can play the all. He can play the two. Uh, Brandon Godwin and Jeff T can both play kind of a combo guard, but you don't have a natural shooting two guard that can knock down shots, that can spread the floor. You don't have that. Uh, DeAndre Bembry is kind of like an energy guy. Cam Reddish, he can play the two, but he's actually, I like him better at the three, um, even though uh, he does have the ability to shoot. Uh, I wouldn't consider him a spot-up shooter. But I mean, he he can knock down shots. So, but I, I still prefer him at the three. So you got Jeff Teague at the point. At the at the two, you got maybe Godwin or Graham. I mean, not Graham. Godwin or Bimry. So uh, one of those guys is going to be out of position. Uh, either if you have Goodwin play the combo, or uh, Bimry can play it. But you know, he's not really offensively. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> so at the three, I like Cam Reddish. I like Cam coming in for uh, Hunter. At the three position, I think that's his natural position. I think I just like him on that wing, getting out on that wing, stretching the floor, being able to play hard defense with that 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 defensive combo of Hunter and Cam. It's like there's no drop off. Like I believe that this year Cam got better defensively, and he's right up there with Hunter. And, and in many cases, uh, he played uh, better defensively than. Uh, than uh deandre hunter and that's no shade to deandre hunter that's just talking about how good cam reddish has been on the defensive side of the ball um at the four position you got jabari parker vince carter right so here's where you start to have okay now is jabari parker good is he ready to go can he play and vince carter as much as we all love vince Look, guys. Let's. I mean, just we know. We know. Like, I'm not. Fin, I'm, fin, I'm not fin to be searched. That man's a good name. I love Vince. I love Vince. 
Well, look, guys, I mean, it's, it's time to, to have an honest conversation here. <laughs> Vince at the four is not it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that that's what, that's what he is at this point. Uh, he can still shoot, knock down some shots, and provide a spark every now and again. Every now and again, you look up, you're like, oh, man, Vince has 16 points, you know? Um, the uh, maturity and the, the counsel that he gives these guys is invaluable. But if Parker's not going to be here long term, you definitely need to back up that position. So at the four, you got Parker, you got Vince, and you also have the ability to play Bruno at that four. Like Bruno can play that four. I've seen him. You can pair Bruno with one of the bigs. You can play. You can pair Bruno with Lynn. You can pair him with Capella. Uh, you can pair him with D Jones if you want to. Um, but in that four position, that's kind of what you're looking to fill. At the five spot, I like Bruno or Lynn to come in to relieve Capella, depending on who gives you more energy. You know, if Bruno comes out there and he's he's looking lost like he does sometimes, get him up out of there. <laughs> get Alex Lynn in there. Alex Lynn, I believe Alex Lynn is kind of a natural coming off the bench, so I would probably go to Alex Lynn first. And again, this is the situation if everybody's healthy, right? So in the backup position, I like Lynn first and Bruno um, and I think this, as far as the roster is concerned, and then of course, uh, you can throw D Jones in there, however you figure. Um, I've been uh, very critical of D Jones's play. Um, but you know, it is what it is, you know? Um, I think that with the Hawks roster, uh, if you give Capella or Collins the early rest, whoever you decide to give the early breather to, whether you give it to Collins, whether you give it to Capella, one of those guys gets some foul trouble. I think that you can stagger the two. And by stagger, I mean, look, at, at, at all times, you have one of those guys out there. Let's say John gets in a little foul trouble. You keep Capella out there. You still got a good rebounder. Then when he comes out, when Capella comes out, you can bring John in, bring John in with another big, and you still have a good rebounder out there at all times. So um, those are obviously your best rebounders, and you want to make sure that either one or both of them are on the court with Trey as much as possible. So you have a lot of options here, guys. I mean, Clint Capella, he just he changes the the whole dynamic of uh, this Hawks team based on what he can do. I mean, the fact that he's a, uh, the fourth leading rebounder in the league it is such an asset to this team that was so inept when it came down to rebounding. So um, I believe that is it, guys. Um, I don't. I didn't see anything as of yet for any additional moves that the Hawks have made. Uh, the last move I saw was Iggy going to Miami. I thought it was a pretty good look. Pretty good look for Iggy uh, going to Miami. So that's going to be a good look. But um, let me give you guys a. Uh, not that it matters because by the time you guys hear this, you'll know whether the Hawks won or lost. But let me just go ahead and check on it. Let's see. Update. Update. Refreshing. At the end of the third, it was ninety six seventy seven. Is the game over? I don't know. Internet's kind of acting up. But in the meantime and in between time, uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you um, support and uh, reshare and retweet the podcast. And, uh, oh, they, okay. they brought it back up. <laughs> Minnesota done clawed back into this thing. 125 to 117. 25 seconds left. So we'll see. Looks like things are getting spicy and dicey. <laughs> we going to see how this thing turns out. Thank you guys so much for checking out the podcast. I appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll see you when we see you guys. Peace and love.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.